Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, and we've been chatting with Autumn Shelton from Autumn Brands, a company based in Santa Barbara, California. Looking at bigger picture issues, which it can be difficult to do with so much going on right now, um, it is uh, 10 years since NCIA has formed as an organization, which means professional representation in Washington, D.C. for the industry for 10 years. So we're celebrating all year long. Um, And one thing we're asking everyone is to reflect um, not only where you were 10 years ago and just how none of us could have predicted uh, where we would be right now, but also to look into the future, into your crystal ball um, and make any predictions for where our industry will be in the year 2030 or where you hope it would be. Um, that's a lot to think about, but what are your thoughts there around that? Where was I 10 years ago? Uh, I think I was in Australia um, traveling around and just dreaming of where I would end up in 10 years, actually. And it's, it's, this is definitely not even one of the thoughts that crossed my mind. So it's very exciting to be part of this and, and watch this industry just continue to grow and, and people to really understand how incredible this plant is. Um, where will it be in 10 years? You know, I think even if we get stuck with Trump again for another four years, I think no matter what, we're going to see it be federally legal in the next 10 years. Um, we'll, we'll be making a larger dent in the black market um, through the availability of commerce because it will be federally legal and more um, and people can actually go to a dispensary. It, it'll be more available. Um, and then also the education um, around it. People will understand that they can get pretty much the same price and not have pesticides and not have all these harmful chemicals um, in their products. And so I, I think we'll really see a, a, a nice shift there. Um, and I'm not convinced that there'll be interstate commerce by that point, because I feel like these states have really spent so much time to regulate themselves and collect taxes themselves. So it'll be interested to see if they do actually allow that. Um, but you know, I, I, who who really knows? <laughs> true, true. I mean, the cannabis industry trying to predict what's going to happen six months from now, much yeah. less six years or 10 years from now, um, is, is quite the challenge for sure. It seems like um, it's shifting under our feet constantly. Um, but we do our best. And, and that's one of the reasons NCIA exists is to, you know, help us keep up with with the fast-paced changes to provide education, our educational webinars that we've been doubling down on uh, during these times of social distancing, shutdowns, staying at home, safer at home. These webinars are really bringing the best and brightest minds from the cannabis industry together 
to offer advice, to offer best practices, um, tips, tricks, all that to help you run your business better, to protect your business, to thrive. And uh, those that webinar series is called Industry Essentials. Industry Essentials. Um, many of them are complimentary. Some of them are exclusive for NCIA members as a benefit. So if you're not an NCIA member uh, and you see some of those members-only fireside chats with our government relations team and often members of Congress, um, those are excellent resources uh, to stay on top of what's going on. Um, and our events team did a killer job in the month of June taking our Cannabis Caucus series into the digital world. We made it a cyber event. It was incredible uh, the way that we leverage technology to keep providing education and networking experiences, although it was on a chat room. And we can't wait to host these events in person again. We're continuing to assess and monitor and analyze uh, restrictions uh, due to lockdowns in the pandemic for public spaces. We really can't wait to get back out there, but we want to do it safely, as I'm sure everyone could agree with as well. As far as any of those other events that NCI uh, hosts, like our Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, currently rescheduled for September 29th, 30th, and October 1st in San Francisco at the Moscone Center, is still happening until we get news otherwise. Um, other events, uh, please stay tuned as we continue to assess and monitor the situations and make announcements about any of our in-person events. Uh, so I think I've covered a lot of the announcements there. Um, with one more exception, NCIA has launched a equity scholarship program for social equity licensee applicants. Uh, it's a one-year annual membership complimentary with several tickets and other access benefits thrown in as well. So for more information about that, head to our website, thecannabisindustry.org. And as we wrap up here in our last minute, I want to thank you again, Autumn, for jumping in the show with me today and hearing about what's going on with your company and, and in California in particular as well. Uh, where can our listeners find out more about you? Uh, you can go to our website, www.autumnbrands.com, uh, and our Instagram handle, Autumn Brands. Excellent. Well, thank you again for being on the show. And for more information about anything going on at NCIA, be sure to check out thecannabisindustry.org. And we are also on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, in. Instagram. Our social media manager, Vince Chandler, is really, really uh, popping off there on all of our social platforms. So make sure you're following us and hitting those like buttons. Thank you again, Autumn, for being on the show. And thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. 
Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, and we're chatting with Andy Paticha from Cannabis Facility Construction about all the ways they've been handling, pivoting, adjusting to COVID and continuing to serve their customers, keep the industry going, and as we've been saying, keeping the show going uh, despite all the challenges. and. You know, COVID, unfortunately, will most likely be impacting our lives for the next year and how we do business. And we're all waiting for safe vaccines and more information. But in the meantime, this is kind of the new normal, or we're maybe still figuring out what the new normal is as we're looking into the future. But what thoughts do you have around how we do business generally and in the cannabis industry that will likely stay this way for a while or or maybe even further changes coming down the line? Do you see anything like that? That's a really interesting question, you know, and I'm not really sure how to answer that. I think that um, when you look at, at and again, I'm, I'm certainly not in the uh, medical field, nor am I a historian, but I do know enough to know that there have been other viruses that uh, and other flus that have been out uh, that have caused issues in the past. There was H1N1. There was another. There was a COVID before this. There will be a COVID after this. I think. I, I think, and I'm really hoping that what comes out of this is that people are going to be much more conscious about good, uh, good um, sanitary habits. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to be much more conscious about if they don't feel well, even if it's a cold that they don't, um, they don't show up at the office, they don't show up on the job site, um, that uh, if they know they have a cough or a, uh, uh, you know, or a runny nose or whatever it may be, that they're wearing a mask when they are or have to be on a, on a project or, or working in a store. Uh, if they do realize that they have been coughing or sneezing into their hands, they won't extend their hands out to shake somebody's hand when that does come back to normal. Because my gut feeling is that once we have a um, therapeutic uh, or a, and or a vaccine to prevent this, 
that the world is going as as we do. Uh, you know, we we like normal, and we're we're very physical beings. So yeah. it's going to go back to normal pretty quickly. My guess is right after that, and and yet I hope that all of the good about being uh, conscious and uh, being considerate to everybody else around us is what holds true beyond this this particular event. Yeah, I agree. I, I am encouraged to see more sanitation, increased emphasis on hygiene. I've always kind of not liked shaking people's hands all day long at conferences. It just feels kind of gross uh, at the end of the day. So maybe that's something that will change. We'll start bowing to each other or doing elbow bumps <laughs> or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. And it was, you know, like thinking about the New York subway system or something that hadn't been cleaned in decades was finally shut down for a few hours overnight, a few times to be cleaned. Wow. Like, let's keep doing that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I hope that's sustainable. I mean, I, I took a flight for the first time uh, a week ago, Monday, and mm-hmm. I, I was on a two two different planes. And outside of the fact that I mean, going and coming, uh, and outside of the fact that uh, the planes were new uh, and and they were relatively empty, uh, I, I mean, I've never seen the airport, nor have I seen any airplane be as clean as as uh, as it is. So, if there's one good thing that has come out of this, again, is our eye on. Uh, being having better hygiene and being more conscious and conscientious. I, again, I just I hope that's sustainable. I hope it doesn't take. Uh, I mean, clearly it took this for us to get to the point of being of thinking about it, and I hope it doesn't take something else like this to make it a sustainable effort. Yep, totally agree. Uh, well, in the last couple of minutes here, um, I wonder if if this is a good time to try to look even further into the future in the year twenty thirty. Uh, and see if you have any general predictions for the cannabis industry. I think a lot of us think, hey, 10 years from now, federal legalization is probably on on our plate. Do you seeing anything else as far as where the cannabis industry will be or how it will look 10 years into the future? Yeah, well, I agree with you. I think that federal federal legality is gonna is gonna come into play. And I think it may happen uh, even before 10 years out. I think that uh Given if you look at the economics, it, uh, it doesn't take a, uh, an economics major or a mathematician to figure out that with all of the debt that we're accumulating as a result of all of the, um, the dollars that is being pumped into the system by the federal government, boy, wouldn't it be nice to be able to uh, uh, avoid a superinflation situation where we could take advantage of taxes on $150 billion a year illegal business at this point. Mm. Uh, I, th- I, think that's, I think that's one thing that I think people are going to wake up to because in the end, money talks. And, and uh, I think it's going to be, a, uh, I think certainly it's something that can immediately point us in the right direction uh, uh, as opposed to just you know, raising taxes just on the general public. I think the other thing that is going to be really key is that, and I think we've seen, uh, the the um, fire being lit as the impetus when we talk about social equity, I think you're going to start seeing that on a national scale. I, I know that there are people in Illinois and there are people out east that I know that have been talking about doing a much larger consortium of social equity um, type of franchises and other opportunities out there, and nice. and I and I and I applaud that. I think yeah. that uh, you know why not? It's it's certainly overdue given the fact that um, people of color have been uh, you know in the 
very bad position of being uh, um, punished for this as it's been illegal and not being afforded the other opportunities that other people have had. Why not give them the opportunity that uh, that they so well deserve? 100% agree. Great option opportunity to mention again NCIA's equity scholarship program uh, as these social equity license and operator opportunities expand across the country. Also get involved with the National Cannabis Industry Association through our equity scholarship program that we're now offering. Make sure you head to www.thecannabisindustry.org for more information and reach out to us. Andy, thanks again for the great conversation and uh, good luck as we all together as an industry move forward and navigate all these challenges. Uh, where can people find out more about you and your company? Uh, they can find out more information from us on our website, uh, which is cannabisfacility.net. Um, happy to uh, have a conversation with anybody that uh, is from just starting out in the industry and all the way to MSOs, multi-state operators. Perfect. Great. Well, thanks again for being on the show and thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.